Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, May 25th. Volatile money markets saw concerned investors pull back from Canadian mutual funds in April. New data from IFIX showed that the total value of mutual fund assets at the end of the month totaled $1.9 trillion, a sharp decline from the previous month. Assets fell $87.5 billion, or 4.4% month over month, and net redemptions were at a record $4.9 billion. Redemptions were seen across the spectrum of mutual funds, a rare occurrence, including more than $2 billion in balanced funds and more than $1.7 billion in bonds. For ETFs, there was also a significant decrease in total assets, down 4.5%, or $14.7 billion compared to March, to a total of $310 billion. However, ETFs recorded net sales of a billion dollars with positives across most asset classes, led by equity funds and bonds. With inflation reaching a 31-year high, Canadians are more likely to prefer that the Bank of Canada hold the line rather than continue to raise borrowing costs. According to new research by the non-profit Angus Reid Institute, almost half of Canadians want the country's central bank to keep its key benchmark rate at 1% and see how it affects inflation before taking further action. 27% say they'd hike the rate more aggressively to combat rising prices, while 13% say they'd maintain low rates because they're concerned about the impact of any adjustments on the housing and investment markets. One in five Canadians say they're now concerned about their debt, while another two in five say it's a little issue, but still causes them stress. Most of the one in five people who are concerned about their debt are cutting back on getting out, reducing phone and streaming bills when possible, modifying their diet to eat less expensive meals, and driving less. Canadians' expectations are more pessimistic now than they've been in the last decade. Nearly a third believe they'll be in worse financial shape by the end of the year, up seven percentage points from last year, and the highest figure in the survey's third. 13-year history. Increased expenses and loan loss reserves, as well as weaker investment banking revenues, are likely to overshadow robust loan growth and margin expansion from rising interest rates, leading experts to expect a 12% dip in second quarter profitability for Canada's top six banks. According to Reuters, investors predict rising inflation and a stock market sell-off to put downward pressure on earnings, while the slowing housing market in Canada is projected to impact on banks' key growth engine more in the second half of the year. The earnings report for Bank of Nova Scotia and BMO are released today, kicking off the reporting season for Canada's largest lenders. When Russia first invaded Ukraine earlier this year, Western nations were quick to announce economic sanctions on Putin's wealthiest supporters. But while announcements from Canada and its peers in the G7 nations may sound like tough action, their ability to actually track and seize illicit wealth of Russian oligarchs is limited. That's according to a new report from Transparency International, which acknowledges that the members of the Repo Task Force convened in March have managed some high-profile yacht seizures, but the overall task is proving hard. The report found that even with a high level of collaboration, nations lack resources, information and the legal powers to crack down on corrupt wealth. They may even face legal challenges to their action. TI highlights a report to the G8 in 2004, which called on nations to take steps to make it easier to trace criminal assets. Almost 20 years later, those whose wealth comes from illegal means are still able to hide it from authorities. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus former industry exec David Singh sentenced to three and a half years in jail for defrauding investors. The CEO of a leading fintech firm lifts the lid on plans to expand analytics and distribution capabilities into the Canadian market and a veteran's eye view of the changing Canadian wealth industry. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.